Good morning. Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today's my esteemed pleasure to have on. He's an actor from the brand new movie Poker Run, Michael Sullivan. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. Well, I'm, I'm pleased that you asked me. So, let me ask you a question now. I, I, I've kind of watched the previews. I watched the trailer of Poker Run. I'm getting ready to watch the premiere probably this weekend and watch the press release of it. But, I mean, uh, tell me a little bit about the movie, my friend. Well, my character, Tiny Needham, is more or less the villain of the piece. I, I'm the one who decides to put the poker run in motion because in the first movie, Stand On It, I lost a bet to Duke Marietta, the John Schneider character, and I had to pay him $500,000 so I get him to agree to do a buy-in for a poker game for that same $500,000, and I'm going to bankroll his friends. Hopefully, from my character's standpoint, the friends are all going to turn on one another because of the stakes of the game, $2.5 million. <laughs> but I've got a bunch of side bets. I don't care who wins because i got a bunch of side bets, so I'm going to win money no matter what. Oh, what a heel so you are. What a heel you are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I love that. It's fun to play a character. <laughs> right. I, oh, I agree. I agree. Nothing like that. And let me tell you, let me ask you a question. As an actor, um, I always say it's uh, it's more fun to play the heel, to play the bad guy, to play the heavy. What do you say as an actor? Oh, I absolutely agree with you. It's really fun <laughs> to play the, uh, the bad guy or the villain. Of course, when you do, you never nobody ever thinks of themselves as a villain. So you're playing a villain, but of course you justify what you're doing in your own mind. <laughs> Right. I, I love That's what it. makes it fun. I get it all out on screen. Well, ab- absolutely. I, I think it's one of the most, uh, you know, it, it is just incredible feeling. And, you know, you, you're the, basically the Dick Dastardly, the Simon the Gree, however you want to put it. Or the, I'm, I'm, I'm talking old school for a lot of my fans way ahead of them. Go look it up, people. Uh, <laughs> but, but um, you know. But I mean, you know, basically, you picture any old, you know, the old guy uh, tying the girl to the railroad tracks in the old days, or you just look at the guy oh, yeah. who, 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 who just the villain from the mask, or however you want to put it in today's standards. It is a lot of fun. Now, you know, this is basically, I know, the premise of Stand On It is like an homage to Smokey and the Bandit, and and uh, and uh, were, were you a big Smokey and the Bandit fan? Oh, I enjoyed Smokey and the Bandit with Burt Reynolds, uh, Jackie Gleason. How could you not? Sally Field. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, absolutely, without a doubt. I mean, uh, just the other day, you know, I have one, I had on one of your co-stars, you know, uh, Dan Baia, you know, on there, and, and, and you know, yeah. he, and he, was, he was just, we were just laughing and talking about it and, uh, you know, and, and saying... He's so funny in this movie, too. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's the thing. I, I think the idea is that, you know, and John's a, John's a great guy. John Schneider, you know, I mean, everybody knows from the Dukes of Hazard and all the many movies he's, you know, and recording artists and everything else that he's done over the years. But he, he's bringing these movies together that's an homage to great movies like Smokey and the Bandit and the late, great Burt Reynolds, you know, who... who uh, was a dear friend of mine as well as I know of John's. And uh, to see this kind of paying forward in a fun way is really cool. And you kind of like picking up the the part of, 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 the, of the bad guy in it and, you know, making the, like in the last scene of uh, Smokey and Bennett, the double or nothing with, uh, you know, Big Enos, Little Enos type thing on it. I think that's really cool. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun to do. 
uh, I think in the Smokey the Bandit, my role was played by Pat McCormick. If, uh, Dane Rhodes and I played it, uh, it was Pat McCormick and uh, Paul Williams. I yes. Think. Uh, um, so it's like, oh. Am I worthy to get with the Pat McCormick shoes? But I, I had fun doing it. You know, I, I'll tell you what, it's, it's funny, and, and you know, both, both great, you know, and I love Paul Williams, I'm a huge fan, and, uh, you know, Pat McCormick was a great, great, uh, uh, you know, actor, you know, character actor for years, and, you know, big screen actor as well, but, oh, yeah. but, so, what do you think of you guys bringing this movie forward, you know, from Stand On It, and then continuing in the poker run, that's got to be really cool for you kind of making a franchise, too. Oh, it really is, it really is, and this movie kind of starts where the first one ends because if, if you've seen the first one Tiny and Timmy need I play Tiny need him Dang Rose plays my son Timmy need him we get arrested at the end of the first one <laughs> so at the beginning of this we're in jail oh no <laughs> <laughs> that does and, and you know we don't want too many spoilers in the first one everybody go check out Stand On It by the way it's already yeah. out now you go check it out so that way you can roll right into Poker Run now, where does your... Now, I know your acting chops. You kind of come from the theater training, right? Yes. So tell me... Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. I was just going to say, I have no formal theater training. I've just done a lot of theater. That's training, brother. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, now, now, do you prefer theater and a live audience to uh, doing a movie set where you have to wait for the, you know, wait for the buzz and the pop? That's that's an interesting question. I normally I think I'd say live theater, but the beauty of film is you can um, do it till you get it right. In live theater, if I mess it up on stage in front of the audience, that's just what happened. That's yeah, you effed, there's no do of it. Yeah, you effed it up. You effed it up. There's no sorry, man. You know, you just keep on rolling. You know? <laughs> Exactly. You know, yeah, it, it is. I'll tell you what. I, I I love the buzz of a crowd. I think the the greatest buzz oh, yeah. in the world, inside wise, uh, professionally, is a live crowd. But when you mess up, it, it's it's all eyes are on you, and you know, you better be able to pick it up because I think it's a hard job to pick it up. Oh yes, because the beauty of the, like you said, of live theater is that immediate reaction. Yes, if you've got a laugh line or a funny bit or something, and the audience just explodes in laughter, there's nothing like that rush. Yes, sir. Absolutely. For me. Without a doubt. Who were your influences growing up? You know, what, what were the people that you looked at and sat there and said, I want to be like that guy as an actor or that person as an actor? Well, my first thought is both of my parents were very funny people in their own way. So I kind of grew up with kind of old school humor. Right. But uh, for me, uh, Jackie Gleason, uh, Art Carney, uh, um, oh, Don Rickles, I mean, all of the, uh, uh, from Shecky Green even, that shows how old I am, Shecky Green. Uh, <laughs> it's been a little while since I heard that name mentioned there, brother. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> 
you know, well, you know, I mean, the great one, I mean, Jackie Gleason, you know, anyone, ladies and gentlemen, the modern day area, the great one, I don't mean The Rock and not, no disrespect to him, but I mean, the great one, Jackie Gleason, and he'll tell you that too. Um, you know, Jackie Gleason was, and I had the fortune of, of knowing Jackie Gleason and having a few glasses of scotch with him. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny that the timing of everything that man did, and also being in Smokey and the Bandit, which, you know, the homage is to, as well as that he, he was just as great as it could be. I mean, it was, I mean, from the Honeymooners to, to uh, you know, everything through the 70s. And this, I'm just, I just lost a blank on Jackie's career. Forgive me, Jackie. Um, but, you know, to Smokey and the Bandit and beyond, he's one of the funniest human beings you could ever be. Oh, yes. You know, so, I mean, that that's a great, and, you know, Don Rickles is just with that smart-ass, smug, you know, uh, you know, all right, hockey puck type, you know, you know, humor and stuff like that. It is it's just absolutely great, you know, and Art Carney being a straight guy, you know, Art Carney being a straight guy, you know, pe people knock the straight guy. But, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I mean, it's like, you know, I, I knew the late great, you know, Dean Martin and, and Jerry Lewis and, and Dina, Dean's daughter's a, a, a friend, of, friend of the show and listens to the show and has been on the show. It is hard as hell to be the straight guy. Funny guy's hard enough, but to be the straight guy, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, you're absolutely correct. But you, um, it is hard and you have to have a good straight guy back to work. Even stuff like Abbott and Costello, the reason who's on first works is that uh, Abbott is just driving it. Right. Even though Costello is the funny one. Right, right. You know Costello I mean? gets worked up. Yeah, Costello gets worked up and, and, and Al's, right. still, Al's still delivering you know, the work, you know, he's delivering the work and boom. And then, you know, and, and, and Lou's getting worked up on it, you know, and, 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 and it's Michael and Michael Sullivan and I are talking these old great comedians, you know, Abbott Costello and, and, you know, and all these guys go look them up, ladies and gentlemen, because they're the funniest on the planet. If you've never seen them, um, you should. Laurel and Hardy are my, some of my favorites. You know, Oliver Hardy is the world's funniest straight man, Oliver Hardy. Uh, yeah. yeah, Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy, I mean, again, uh, great, great, uh, you know, back in the day when it was just starting to become, you know, uh, you're working off it and improv and everything else. And uh, I really wonder with all these great names we mentioned, I, I can speak for Jackie partly, but I wonder how many were uh, improv, you know, how, how many all of a sudden they just threw it in there and, you know, and it just got better because, you know, if you watch who's on first, you know that, you know, you, you if you know the shtick and you know the run of it. I mean, I've watched it 10,000 times and laugh at it every time. And then if you watch it live, it goes different. And it goes short and they work it and they milk it. And, you know, I know Jackie was smoking in a bandit kind of threw his own deal in there as well. So I wonder how many people, how, how many times those things, you know, people realize were improv. What do you think? That's... That's a very good question. Now, I know I read an article of famous lines in movies that were improv, and they've become like, like iconic lines. The only one that's um, springing to mind right now is in, I think it's Midnight Cowboy, when Dustin Hoffman is crossing the street, and he's almost gets hit by a car. That was not supposed to happen. The car somehow got through the blo the blockade, and Dustin Hoffman had went, "Hey, I'm walking here," <laughs> and that going stayed in the movie. And there are a lot of other 
<laughs> that is great. <laughs> you know, that, that's great. I mean, okay, it, 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 because, well, because you don't know. I mean, I, I know a scene of a great actor that sit there to us and that he's putting a car and he drives around a thing and, 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 and the director says to him, go around the block and cut off all these people, flip them off, give them the finger, and everything else. He goes, he says, do you think you can do that? Well, the actor says, of course I can. He drives around the block, and, you know, he does all this stuff, comes back around, and the act, and the director's like, that was fantastic, that was terrific, that was wonderful. And the actor says to him, hey, but, you know, like, only, like, three or four or five cars came with me. The rest kept going. And he sit there and turn around, and he says, you know, he said, you got to get all those people back. He said, oh, no, he said, that was real traffic. <laughs> he says, "Well, why didn't why, why, why didn't why didn't you tell me that?" The actor says to him, "He says because I because I knew you'd do a great job, and I didn't want you to be you know focused on you know real drivers to actors and which ones were which." So the so the director just got the best out of him, and that was hilarious. But I I know it scared the hell out of the actor afterwards. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Because I but I understand why the director did what he did because. If you knew that just random people, you think, oh, do I want to yell or flip off this old lady or whoever it might be driving right, by? Right, exactly. But if you think they're just actors, you can, you can just do it with abandon. Oh yeah, you don't, you don't think anything of it. Oh, well, that's good old Fred over there. I just met him at the at the craft truck, and well, I, I'll get Fred's attention, and you flip him off, you know, and then Fred flips you off, you know, but then you realize all of a sudden that that wasn't Fred, you know. <laughs> you know, so so how, how does it feel, how does it feel like you know ma making a run and coming back? Pardon the fun, making a run, but coming back and, and all of a sudden now you're the snidely conniving dirty sob and the second deal of this i mean that's got to be pretty cool it's very very cool and uh they said they were gonna have t-shirts made with tiny and timmy on them so i'm hoping that happens oh that'd be very cool that'd be very cool you know that'd be my christmas shopping right there just buy a bunch of t-shirts and give them out there you go there i'll buy one of those for sure without a doubt uh without a doubt i mean you know that's a now. Now let me ask you a question. Now, would you be if if and I don't know if John. I haven't asked John. So uh, if if there's a threequel, would you be interested in that too? Oh yes, that's Definitely. awesome. That's awesome. Uh, you know. Now now, did you ever think about the idea of all of a sudden that you know as as you as you're moving up the acting ladder here that you know all of a sudden that you know you're kind of jumping into a you know that your character would be taken off into you know a a, a sequel. No, I really, it never really entered my mind until uh, I, it was John's wife, Alicia, who contacted uh, Dane and me to say, hey, we want Tiny and Timmy to return, <laughs> until Alicia made that uh, text. I didn't, that didn't enter my mind. Right, I'm and, more and than happy to do it. Great, great, great people, John and Alicia. Alicia is John's wife. Oh, you know uh, that it is, and they they do uh, John Schneider Studios production is is, is their deal. And uh, well, what do you think? How was it uh, working with with John Schneider? Oh, he's great. He's very relaxed on set, but has you know he has ideas that this is the shot I want, and we're gonna get it. But he also lets the actors play within that moment. Um, so it's great. He can. He and Alicia are just good people. 
Yeah, I, 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 I agree. John's been on the show and, uh, you know, and I've been fortunate enough to meet John numerous times and interview him. And, he, and you know, he's a great guy, but he does a lot. And he kind of, a lot of uns, unsung stuff that people don't know. But, um, you know, with him in, his, in, in, in their movie studio, he's, he's kicked. I, I joked yesterday with Dion that I sit there and said, I don't know how he finds all these cars and these boats and these, and, and I mean, it's, it's like he's got a toolbox full of these uh things just to put in i'm like man you well you, well, you need just this, this type of boat and boom john finds it i said i love the creativity that that's amazing to me it really is when you track all of the different cars the boats and um like the cop car um and stand on it and then in uh poker run it has various states of um it gets destroyed, so it's like, okay, we need the car with the roof off of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you have to have the deconstructed cop car. And they don't film things necessarily in order. Right. So you might need the completely deconstructed cop car before you need the cop car intact. Right. And he right. just got all of that. <laughs> that I, lo- I love that. That is, And that's, that's a hard, I mean, it's, it's a hard, making a movie's hard enough. But to, to be able to ha- have all those things, I mean, I love that. And you always get such a fun cast. And and are you guys, I've, I've heard from everybody I've spoken to on Stand On It, and, and, and I've got jumped into the cast, and a lot of the same cast are in Poker Run, um, or at least make appearances. Is everybody really as tight as it seems on set? Oh, yes. I would say yes, because we're all... Uh, well, Dane Rhodes, who plays Timmy, uh, and plays the second role in, he plays Timmy in both Poker Run and Stand On It, but he takes over another role in uh, Poker Run. Okay. Um, so, but uh, Dane, Dane and I have been friends for like 25 years or more, so we're pretty tight. And then as I've gotten to know John, and when I first met him, it was like, oh my God, this is Bo Duke. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's like, and the first time he said yeehaw to me, I'm like texting friends, Bo Duke just said yeehaw to me. <laughs> but, but now, now that we've gotten to know him in Alicia, I was going to say he's just John. That's enough, believe me. And he's still Bo Duke, but he's now John, my friend John. Right. Right, right, yeah. He's not, He, you, you know, I mean, you can always be a fan. You know, I, I always sit, sit there and say, you know, everybody I've known with, worked with, and everything else, I'm still fans of people, you know, and, uh, and, and you know, and everything else. But at the same time, you know, here you are, now you're working as a colleague. Right. Now, now, do you, do you, uh, how did you feel about this part, you know, being able to jump in and do this part? Was it easy for you to transition into this part? Um, what I, well, this time around, I'm going to say yes, because I'd already done stand on it. When I didn't stand on it, I kind of had to look at it and figure out what I wanted to do, because I didn't want to do exactly what Pat McCormick did. Right. You know what I mean? Not that I could, but I thought, I need to make the character my own. And so, uh, once I found that pompous voice... Finding Liam's words is gold. You know, just took that voice and ran with it. <laughs> and just made him a pompous fool for lots and lots of money. 
Well, lots and lots of money. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I, I, it's almost like doing a, a song of somebody's. If you sing a song of someone's, you want you you want people to say, "Oh yeah, that's Elvis or whoever it is," but you don't want to try to sound just like them, you know. And like you, you're giving an homage to Pat McCormick, and but you don't want to try wow. to do it exactly like him. You want to make your own deal. Exactly. Now that's exactly what, right. What do you what yo know, your theater? Tell us some of the theater uh, parts that you played. What movies? What theater parts uh, you done? Well, um, uh, I've done a lot of theater here in uh, New Orleans, and I mostly know like when I go out, uh, we're playing Father McPorter in Sandy Rhodes' long 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 running production, Joey and Mary's Irish Italian Wedding. And uh, Father McPorter is a drunk Irish priest. Oh. And uh, I, we ran that show for so long. And then he came back in another show. But, um, yeah, I guess it's the Irish within me. I played a priest or cleric of some sort <laughs> in like eight or nine different productions. But I won the Big Easy, which is the Orleans Theater Awards, for playing a nun. I, I played a priest eight or nine times. Nothing. I played a nun once. I won a award for, award for it. <laughs> well, <laughs> congratulations was, on that part. <laughs> that was for Divine Sister. Oh yeah, and I and I was the villain in that too. That I was Sister Lumberga oh. from the Mother House in Berlin. <laughs> oh no, I was I was I was going to sit there and say and. And, and and we're we we got we got great listeners in Ireland. So I, I, I was gonna sit there say, "Well, today Mike Sullivan." I wasn't sure if you played the Italian or the Irishman. <laughs> in in there's a web series called Suit Up. I think it was just two seasons, and I played uh, Rabbi Lander. And I joke with the director. I want the credits to read and Michael Patrick Sullivan as the rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Michael Patrick Sullivan. <laughs> yeah, that that's a bit of the Irish there. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, my mother once told me that when she pregnant with me, they knew if I was a boy, it would be uh, either Michael Patrick or Patrick Michael. And then she said, and then I realized what your initials would be if you were Patrick Michael Sullivan. And I didn't want you never to have anything monogrammed. I'd be PMS. Thank God for mom's foresight. <laughs> exactly. That, that is that is great. That is great. Well, I mean, you know, Jesus, I mean, you know, you, you'd have no, you have no problem... Uh, you know, somebody sees your name and, you know, on the thing and they don't have to see your face. They don't have to see any work you've done. You know, uh, Michael Patrick Sullivan, he's the priest right there. It is. He's, he's already got the qualifications, he's got the qualifications already. <laughs> you know, that that is great. I love that. Uh, you know, or any type of uh, movie like that. I mean, your name probably can walk you in the door. <laughs> You know that's awesome. I love that part. I I have to I have to check out the nun thing. I gotta find some uh, credit or something something on YouTube or something on that because I got you get a big easy award for that. I gotta find something on that. Um, 
Oh, that is great. I love that. Um, if you find a clip of that somewhere, please send it over to me. I have to watch that, my friend. Oh, I will. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. But now, now, and, and what is it like all of a sudden? I mean, here you are. You know, Big Easy is a, is, is a great word, especially in, in, in that area. You know, is, is it really cool that, you know, you get recognized and you're playing a nun, which is which means you actually have to throw some acting chops out there. So what was it like for you? Um. Well, uh, winning the award, or yes, again, sir. it was yes, sir. It was wonderful. It was um, because I had uh, a lot of my friends, including Dane Rhodes, has had won a couple of big easy awards, and I never had. So it was kind of like, ah, I'm in the club now. I won. <laughs> Uh, I love. Oh, not, 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 now you got some hardware to go go beside your friend's hardware. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly right. I, I love that, and, and and let me let me tell you, it's it's funny. Some some of these people that uh, come out and they realize you know, how hard you work in theater, and man, it is it is some grueling stuff to get that perfect timing, and and people don't realize how how hard rehearsals are, and you know, and and, and if if you all get a great fit, then it's just magic. Oh, yeah, there was a, uh, there was a moment in Divine Sister, you talk about something going wrong. Right. There's a moment towards the end when I whip off the nun's habit, and I'm in fishnet stockings, and I've got a, 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 a corset and these purple panties. Luckily, I had a lot of stuff under that, because one night, told you the audience, the elastic on the panties broke and it just fell to the ground. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> so what did you do with that? I'm like, I'm just glad I was in fact covered. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man, well, you know, it's, it's live theater, brother. Anything can happen. You know? <laughs> I love that. And if there's one thing you could get off to share with our fans out there and our listeners about about uh you know stand on it and now poker run that comes out Orange Friday, which is Black Friday, um, which is uh November 26th. What would you uh what would you like to them to take away from uh to go see Poker Run? What would you like them to know? That this is good family fun. I think you can bring grandma and the kids, and it's just fun. It's funny, and it's fast-paced, and just bring everybody. Yeah, that, that's that's what, you know, John John makes, you know, I mean, you know, great family fun movies or action-adventure. I mean, I was, I, was, I was a lad when I saw, you know, uh, Smokey and the Bandit. I was a young kid, and I went with my mom, you know. I mean, so uh, I, her and I still laugh at all of it today. We'll probably watch it when she's in town because she's having her 80th birthday this month. But, um, you know, uh, that's the thing. So it's really cool, and it's really, you know, something you can take your family to see. Like you said, Grandma, Grandpa, the kids. Everybody have some laughs, some fast cars, because John always has fast cars. Oh, yes. You know, Lots of fast cars. Pardon me? There are a lot of fast cars in this movie. I love that. Hey, well, I man, look, I mean, come on. I mean, you know, that's probably the one drawback, even though it looked great, is that if you know in real life, the, the uh, 77, 78 Trans Am, 77, 78 Trans Am was not as fast as it looked in the movie. It looked great in the movie, just wasn't as fast as it really was. Sorry to kill everybody. Right. Kill, kill Joy there. But it was phenomenal in the movie. 
and it looked awesome, and Bert was just badass in all of it. But, I mean, so I, I'm really looking forward to seeing Poker Run. I saw Stan on it. I had a great time watching it. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed your part, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing your part in Poker Run. Um, you know, I know I know you're working on putting together some uh, social media, but I know that if everybody goes to John Schneider Studios, um, that they can uh, find out exactly when they can uh, watch Poker Run, which is out Orange Friday, as John calls it. That's Black Friday, November 26, 2021. Um, you guys can go check it out. Uh, and John Schneider Snooze, and I can't think of the name, and I'm actually, you know, looking it up here because I, I should know it by the back of my heart. But, I mean, um, the uh, studio on, online where you can get it at, forgive me, John, that I'm going to get that and do that. But do you have that off the top of your head, my friend? Is it Maven? You're talking about Maven Productions or, uh, or John Schneider Studios? John Schneider I'm trying to think of... To where to see, yeah, pre oh, pre-orders, actually, pre-orders are actually at John Studios, johnschneiderstudios.com. You get pre-orders yeah. uh, for it right now to go check it out, you know, and uh, so that way you can go watch it. But it comes everywhere October 26th. Man, it's been in such a, I mean, oof, November 26th, excuse me. I'm on a roll. I've been excited talking to you, man. It's been a great deal talking to you. It's a great fun talking to you. Thank you for having me on. You know, and I'll tell you what, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, it, it says five friends, one hand of poker, and two and a half million dollars. And exactly. Man, that just sounds like a blast all by itself. So I really it's, uh, it's a good premise. Pardon me? Okay, it's really a good premise. Uh, it it, it sounds know. awesome, man. I mean, I'm telling you, it sounds yeah. awesome. We'll have all the things attached to all of this. But I mean, is there any social media that people can come and see you at? Um, me personally, right now, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, but you know, I I don't have an actor site for me, so I I need to get on that. <laughs> hey, hey, man, I'm old school. You're building here, brother. You're building. So uh, actually, actually, right is that. So yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. But you go check him out, Michael Sullivan, on all of it. We'll have all the social media attached here as it is, because I want you guys to go see this and go check out, you know, Poker Run. Tell me what you think, ladies and gentlemen, because I think it's really going to be a cool movie and uh, and everybody have a lot of fun doing it. Oh, we really did. You know, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Michael Sullivan, thank you so much, buddy. It's been a true pleasure having you on the show. Please come back on again. I want to talk movies and theater with you again. I'd love to. Lifebox me. Oh, my pleasure. Lifebox Media Channel, we are out.